0: And I think honestly, a lot of times when it comes to the people God places in our path, we often miss those because they look so ordinary.
1: Right. They really do. You know, uh, honestly, a lot of miracles look ordinary.
0: Jesus did. He was on the way from point A to point B. Yeah. But halfway in between, something happened. Wow. And he deviated.
1: We believe that there is always more to God's word and that if we dig a little deeper, We will find truth that will take us on a journey of amazing life change, a life of deeper hope, deeper truth, and deeper grace. Let's jump right in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Deeper Grace Podcast. My name is Graham, and I get the uh, incredible, fun honor of hosting this podcast. And most weeks, I am joined by our lead pastor, Pastor Wayne Murray, uh, he uh, was not here this weekend. We had a quote-unquote guest speaker. He's no guest. He's family. Uh, y'all give it up for Pastor Matias. What's going on, man? Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm living life. I'm living life. Living the good life. We normally record this in uh, Pastor Wayne's office. Now we're in Pastor Matthias's office. Um, so it's a new scenery. It's a whole new vibe. Of course, everybody listening can't see this. So no, they can't. It's really useless information. Imagine with me, if you will, <laughs> audience... Um, a swedish inspired room just kidding he's from sweden so <laughs> it would be an ikea inspired room well that's uh because i have the most ikea furniture that's about right out of any office in this building and that is a fact that is true <laughs> it's awesome he does i think everything in here is actually from ikea and he had to build it all himself too i did i even painted this office myself look at him that's what i'm talking about putting in the work yes sir so pastor Matthias, you got to um speak this weekend. Continuing our series on uh, Change Your World, which the theme idea for this whole series has been God has not called us to change the world, but to change our world, right? Yeah. That's more personal, makes it more personal. Um, and now, we did an exercise at the beginning of your message, and guys, I'm going to tell them myself real quick because it totally—he proved it. It proved it all right, okay? I, we were reviewing for the podcast and I said, now, what did you call this podcast again? And Tell apparently the, the, he thing. did not remember the title. <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> Tell him what was the exercise that we had to do at the beginning. Well, so I asked everyone to take
0: a pen if they had one, like hypothetically, write down the last 10 messages and the titles of the last 10 messages. And in fact, I gave three of them away, my own and then I backtracked. So I said, really, it's just seven. So write those down. <laughs> Nobody could do it. Uh, and of course, that just proved you couldn't even remember what I called this one. <laughs> it was like a couple of days ago. That's funny.
1: And I work here. That's the worst. The part.
0: most excellent way to change the world. But the, the point—the point of that exercise—is, and of course, nobody could do it. Right. I mean if, Even if I would have preached the last ten, I would not have remembered it myself. Right. But then I said, if you were to take a pen and write down ten names of people that influenced you—you you know, your your mom, your dad, your easy. uncle, your coach—I yeah. mean, it's easy to write down. 10 names of people have made a difference, why? Because we are not changed by information. We are changed and transformation takes place in relationships. So I used that kind of as one of the fill in the blanks on Sunday, that life change happens in the context
1: of relationships. Yep, and that's why your message title is the most excellent way to change the world. Yeah. Because it is. And you, and it's funny that you say that because you're right. Like I, do, I didn't remember it off the top of my head, but I did remember the stories because you told a bunch. Yeah. And I was able to. It's funny that uh, we talk about it because I was talking to somebody at the gym that afternoon. We had a coaches meeting, and they said, "How's church?" And I was able to regurgitate the life change stories that you told. Yeah. Um, the points not so much, but the stories. Yeah. You know, and uh, I just thought and that cuz those matter, you know. So, are you saying it was pointless? No. <laughs> it actually had points, so it wasn't pointless. <laughs> it had four points. <laughs> That's funny. No, but I really I
0: really built this message around those stories. Right. Because these are real deal things that took place. Right. And and kind of each of the points that I shared happened in each of the story. Right. Right? So, we're talking about adding value to people that yes. happen and we're talking about building intentional relationships And and we can talk deeper about the stories, but right. they were right there. Right. So, so everything that I kind of talked about actually happened in the story. So right. even if somebody leaves and, like, I have no clue what he talked about, they will still remember the story. Which means
1: they remember the points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And, and you do. You remember the point of the story, was, yeah. and then that makes it the point. So let's talk about that because, you know, some of the things, and, and, and this is kind of the vibe of our whole podcast, right, is why is that important to us, you know? Um, we've been talking about changing your world, and we've, we've gone through a whole different, you know, slew of ways that works. Um, but this one I thought was interesting. And, and you, you even said at the beginning, you know, what way, what direction are we going to take this? Because it was yeah. mostly stories. Well, it's like, you know, the, cause we can talk about the, why we said something in a message or why that scripture or what's the depth of that. Um, but I think one of the biggest questions that we have to answer, um, is why is that important to me? Right. Why is this, you know, you chose those stories for a reason yeah, and why were they important to us? And, you know, I could t- just one of them in particular, sitting on the outside, listening to it. The last one, which we'll go into in a little bit, uh, that one was, for me, was super impactful. I remember when you did it in sermon rehearsal, I cried a little bit. I had one little tear come down, and then I held it all in because I'm a man. And men don't cry. No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> they do cry. <clears throat> they do. They have to let it out, which is a whole other sermon series coming up later. But I wanted to talk about the why. Why those stories? Like, I know that they, they spoke to the point, right? Yeah. But why those in particular or why does it matter that we have stories anyway like why does it matter to celebrate the stories why does it matter to retell the story why right. does it matter you know what i mean give me the why behind that anyway
0: right i mean obviously in this series pastor has been driving home the whole idea of that we want to reach people and this right. is why like he said it last week the primary purpose of grace the primary like the number one reason is to reach people far from Christ. That's good. That's, that's why we exist. And that's that's obviously the biblical mandate of everything. Right. You know, right. going to all the world and tell people. So it's about other people that don't yet know Jesus. Right. So how do we do that? The, why should I do that? So when he's been saying, you know, hey, the responsibility God has placed on you is not to change the entirety of the entire world. That's too much. Like, you can't do that. Yep. However, God has entrusted you with relationships and influence, you know, it could be at work, it could be in your school, it could be in your neighborhood, it could be as a mom or dad or whatever, grandparent, wherever stage of life you're in. Right. So then the question is, so what do I do with that? And I think sometimes people might feel like, oh, I don't know, like, right. how do I tell somebody about Jesus or what do I do? Right. So I think even, even in the first story I told, which was, you know, to rest in short, tell that long story, it's a Zoom call. One of our pastors is on there. A lady gets a knock on the door and a friend comes in, but she invites the friend to be part of the smaller group. Right. And that's an intentionality right. that and you and I kind of oh, talked yeah. about that. Like, what if she would have just been like, hey.
1: And nobody would hold have blamed off. her for that. You know, she wouldn't have been yeah. offended, but that's not like it was offensive. Yeah.
0: Hey, sit in my living room hey, and wait. Rate. I'm yeah. done here soon.
1: You're a little early. I'm finishing up. Yeah. We're a little late. I'm sorry. Yeah. Instead,
0: she pulls up a chair or whatever mm-hmm. and they're sitting there and She introduces this lady intentionally. It's awesome. And and it's about building community. Because one of the points, she's adding value to this friend by teaching this friend Spanish. Right. So she's adding value. And somebody might say, there's a value in just teaching somebody a a skill? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. And then that led to an intentional community when she comes of sitting down and being introduced to people in a small group. Right. Pastor Ed is on that call, and now he's intentional. He invites her to church. Right. She comes to church. Yep. She gets saved. She doesn't just come and attend. She goes through the growth track. Yep. She gets plugged in. And, and of course, that ending of that story ties in eventually to the next story. But why is that so important for, for me? Right. I can be that intentional with the person living next door or the person at the gym or whoever else. If I just have an attitude of how can I add value? How can I encourage? How can I be a blessing to someone? You know,
1: how can I bring joy into somebody's life? Yeah, Whatever that is. You, you're saying it, and I thought, wow, this is so good. It's like, I, I, and I just thought we we tend, we tend to over spiritualize it, right? Like we're saying, change your world. Like the first step in that, and you watch Jesus is he always met some sort of physical need. Always. He added he added value to people. Yeah. Before anything else, and you know, and I, you were saying it, and I was I was just gonna agree with you. Like sometimes that means going next door and cutting your, na- instead of complaining that your neighbor hasn't cut their grass, going next door and cutting their grass. Dude, I did that. My neighbor's yard. I think I showed you a picture. <laughs> you and, did. And Aaron, if you're listening, I love you, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his yard was like clover field. Yeah. And I'm talking bad. Yeah. This would have cost him easily 250 bucks or more to have a company do. Right. And I just told him, hey, can I take care of this for you for free? Yeah. Could I invest two or three hours of my time? Right. Which I did. Yeah. To beautify your yard. Right. He'll remember that for a long time. That added time. a ton of
1: value to him.
0: And and not, what I awful. said on Sunday is is pretty neat in the sense that I said the church gets it backwards. Right you know they think it comes with preaching and right. and and being all biblical and old right. school and right. kind of that like Turn or burn. but jesus didn't even do that no he literally would would heal somebody or, or walk away or tell somebody hey follow me right like i'm good enough to hang out with you jesus yeah, yeah i want to do dinner at your house right like no prerequisites what? yeah i mean it was like yeah, you can you can belong before you behave or you can belong before you even believe. Come on, you know, preaching. you can you can hang out with me. Right. And I think when that's our attitude and we like I just want to add value to someone. That's so good. Whatever that means. That's so good. That gives us and I
1: said this on Sunday, when you add value, it gives you kind of the privilege right of speaking into someone. That's good. And I I would say that's a challenge to you guys listening out there. That's a challenge. It's and it's I think the first step, instead of getting caught up on the moments on when can I share Jesus, it's you create those moments when you add value. Yeah. Because how many times, and if you've done it, you'll know, but I'll ask you, how many times have you gone to add value to somebody in whatever way that might be, whether it's grass or buying their groceries or whatever, right? And them go, why are you doing this? Yeah. Boom. You just created your own opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, it can be as small as somebody's having a bad day. I mean, I,
0: my yeah. goodness, that... That happened just the other day. In fact, two, two, three times this week, I can think of simple stuff, ordering lunch meat at, at Kroger, right. and somebody looking like they have a bad day, and somebody else, you know, like starting up a conversation, yeah. like, hey, you should try that, that's good. And then an employee comes up and goes, that's one of my pastors. Yeah. No, I didn't lead with saying, hey, I'm a pastor. Right. And all of a sudden, that leads to a conversation that's or good. renting a car. And I can tell the lady's stressed out of her mind. Oh, I yeah. walk up to the counter and says, from this moment on, your day is going to get better. Come on. You know, because, hey, we have credit here and it's good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so do not fear. and This and card two, will actually work. I, yeah, this will work. But I said, listen, I, I'm a pastor. And and I led with that and I invited her to church. Nice. It's a normal thing to do when you start to add value. Yeah. And after a while, you're like, hey. And I think that's what Ed did in that conversation. He yes. has befriended this
1: lady yep. over the Zoom call. Yep. And here, eventually, she comes. Yeah, because how how easy it would have been to be a little awkward because you're not a part of the group, but here you are. And instead, he wasn't. He was welcoming, open, inviting, value. And and he he probably pivoted
0: away from what he had planned to do. Oh, absolutely. And and realized that this is a God moment. Yeah. And I think honestly, a lot of times when it comes to the people God places in our path, we often miss those because they look so ordinary.
1: Right. They really do. You know, uh, honestly, a lot of miracles,
0: Jesus did. He was on the way from point A to point B, Yeah, but halfway in between something happened. Wow. And he deviated. And that happens all the time in the Bible. So, you know, that kind of led into the second story I told that actually ties in with the first one. Right. So I read from the book of Hebrews when it talks about that that we should, you know, do love and, and good deeds. And I talked about Serve Day and right. how we as a church have gone in and just transformed local public schools. Yep. Just loving them. And I, I talked about how one of our teachers uh, that happened to attend this church is a teacher at this same school where we did our last Serve Day. Right. And as a result of us doing Serve Day, she's now doing a small group being intentional with not just people from church, but her co-workers awesome. that she's already around. That's awesome. And here she is in this teacher lounge It is beautiful, by the way. Right. And it looks amazing. And now she's doing a small group there. Right. And the cool thing is the lady that got saved in the first story. Right. After going through growth track and understand that, hey, you can make a difference. Good. She had signed up to be part of Serve Day, and she was in that very same room painting those That's walls. Good. Yeah. I mean... So it's you, amazing to see the, those dominoes suppose, kind of fall yeah, into back place. back that up.
1: It all comes back to her learning Spanish. Yeah. If she's not invited to learn Spanish, yeah. she doesn't paint the room. She doesn't. And yeah. Then the, the, yeah.
0: Somebody added value. or church added value to the community, right. to the school, to every teacher. Right. We added value. We didn't say, what
1: can we get? Right. We said, how can we
0: add right. value to you?
1: And you know, there's a saying that uh, my old director at uh, at my corporate job back in the day used to say, he used to say, Effort equals results and results equal opportunities. Mm. And so if you put that in the the realm you're talking about here, it's, it's when we add value, there's your effort. It does take effort. It's not, yeah. it's never, ever going to be easy. I mean, we worked hard that day. I mean, it's funny when you showed the picture. I saw, I watched uh, Pastor Steve, our worship pastor. We showed the picture of it and he looked over his shoulder because you know, he's, he's connecting eyes with Pastor Brian because they spent a good time in there trying to level that, Ooh, that yeah. table out on the concrete oh, yeah. wall. But it takes effort, right? Effort added the value, which then created this amazing result of this, you know, beautified school, uh, these teachers just, just you know, loving the, what we've done, the students loving. We have thank you cards all over a table. Oh, my goodness. Here's your results. And now it's created an opportunity for teachers who may or may not have ever stepped foot into a church sitting in a small group learning about Jesus. And awesome. somebody
0: is adding value to them. Yeah.
1: Now, and and it's just and it's just gonna keep going like yeah, that. yeah, and it and it's just so funny to know that like I mean you know, she played a part in that that painting that room or whatever, and that all because somebody said yes to add value, even though it was gonna take you know an hour of her week to sit, you know what I mean it's just in, no one incredible, incredible. my goodness for anybody listening, listen, you
0: should think of a person right now, one yeah. And you should think of, how do I add value? Yeah. I mean, on on Sunday before I left church right here, I had an older lady. Right. Uh, She's well past retirement knocking on my door, and she had tears in her eyes. And she said, after hearing your message, I know what I need to do when I go home. Hmm. And I know the story of her husband. Right. And I know what's going on, so I know backstory. But she said, I needed to hear this because I need to add value to him. Ooh, that's good. That's all I need to do. I just need to add value. Right. I don't need to preach to him and tell him he's not good enough for not coming to church and having constant fights. You just love I just need to love and be intentional about that. That's good. And then being real, which was the third thing I talked about. You know, not putting on anything that's fake. Right. Just being real about what you're going through. Yeah. And and all of a sudden that will lead
1: to us pointing people to Jesus. And I like that when you said that, because I thought to myself. You know, because the question comes up a lot, even with even with us pastors, too. Right. What do I say? Yeah. And I love how you put it so simple. You know, it's not really a thing. It's just be real. Yeah. And I. It says it seems so simple, but it's so real. I love that point. I'm glad you pulled it up because then you shared a really good story that went with it. We'll go a little bit into that. But uh, how many of y'all thought you were going to get marriage counsel on how to love your husband or your wife better? That was a good – that was a little bit hey, that hey. snippet in there. Come on. hey, hey, hey add value. So your third point, be real, right? So the first one's add value. And and I love, though, I love this, is we have not been able to stay away from the first point in either in the second point. Like in order for the second point to even make sense, the first one had to happen.
0: Yeah, you got to have the value there, and then you got to be intentional about right. it and how you build that community. And
1: then once you've, now you've, now you've given yourself opportunity. Yeah. Now it's not, you can't be fake. You no. have to be real. Talk you got to be,
0: that. you got to be real. And that's, something I my goodness, that's why we do smaller groups. I, I have two small groups that meet in my house. Yep. I mean, that's that's a lot to do to invite two different groups of people into your house. You're, talking you're, about you're one working mind. on about why would I do that? Because right. I know we add value. Yeah. And and when I sit down where I have you know, tonight I have a freedom group with guys. Right. And and somebody is kind of opening up and saying, Hey guys, can I be be transparent and real? This is what's going on. Right. And all of a sudden perhaps somebody else in that group will say, oh, I've gone through the same thing. Now, guy number one will say, "I'm not alone, right. I'm not the only one that feel this way, yeah, or somebody saying, "I don't know how you feel, but I'm here for you. yeah, I got your back yeah I mean i had a, I had a text in fact, I think I showed you this leaving church from yeah. someone saying, basically, I'm at the bad place right now did. and they they watched online, but the reason this guy felt comfortable enough to text me, and I'm not gonna say it publicly what he said, right but it was a very honest
1: text, yeah it was. to another level mm-hmm. from
0: somebody. And and the reason being is that he's been in community with me, right. in small groups, right. and he knows that I'm not going to belittle him. Right. In fact, I would call him and say, "I'm so proud of you. Right. You don't even know I got your back. I got yeah. you six. Yep. I'm here for you." And and that leads to something that's real versus like, "How are you doing? I'm blessed. I'm, I'm good." Like, <laughs> right. no, you're not. Right. All hell might be breaking loose. You got to know you have people in your corner. It's good. And that's that's why that whole thing of being real because it's hard to be real, right. coming, being part of a large gathering and then leaving really quickly. Yeah. Versus sitting down together and going through life together.
1: And right. this, you're. I think his ability to be real is completely based off the fact that you had been real with him before. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to open up to somebody, and I'm extroverted. I'm not opening up to anybody unless I see glimpses of, or I see where they're being real first. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, uh, but you're, like you said, those happen on the long car rides or those happen on the, you know, in the moments where you're circled up or but you know what I mean? Those don't happen when you're sitting next to each other in a church. I love that. I love that. And, And it's, it's so funny. It's how you have a real life example right after the message of just. Mm-hmm. Being real and, and, I just and, love and really it really
0: it happened twice. I mean after I'm done walking out, a lady comes to my office getting a text walking out right and it gets kept on going right because Good. when people when people feel whatever that it comes from an honest place right and or even better that you have sat down with somebody and said, hey, I failed with this right. I struggle with this. I have had questions about this right you know, it's so often even as pastors I had a call with somebody yesterday. That, that called me. And then we were done talking. I prayed with him and he goes, pastor, how can I pray with you? Mm. And I told him, I said, bro, so few people ever ask me that question. Yep. And he goes, really? I go, yes, you don't know how much I appreciate. But that's another guy I've been in a small group with. Right. You know, you just got to know that realness, you can, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they can pull away that yeah, everything is great. It's not sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes and it's, so it's okay not hurting. to be okay. And that
1: kind of leads yes. to, to that tearjerker story that I shared Ooh. on Sunday. Yeah. Give us a snippet. Tell me about that. Yeah. So why yeah. that one of all the stories we could have told, why that one? There is a
0: lot of stories. I, I, I kind of started out by saying something similar to this, that at Grace, the mechanism we have chosen to love people more than anything is smaller groups. Right. I mean, it's hard to to love someone when you don't know them. Right. It's hard to love someone when you don't know what they're going through. Right. And so, so when I said that you know real life change happens in the context of relationships, you got to be around people where rows become circles, so yeah, to speak, right? Love it. And and this lady, uh, she had been part of a walking group. They yeah. were literally just ladies walking around the church. And I shared a story of how oh. she first came into that group, and she right away bonded with several ladies that were honest and transparent about right. some struggles they had with kids and yeah. life and. Somebody had lost a husband or whatever. There's different things that had happened. Right. And she felt like, wow, this is a community. Right. And then she had jumped into that group again the next semester. And a couple of weeks into that, her husband died. And he has a horrific motorcycle accident. And and in just mm-hmm. a few seconds, her life and her family's life were completely... Changed. Uh, it was shattered. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember being part of those texts and those phone calls that, that Saturday morning. And... I remember talking to this lady, and, and I'm the one that officiated the, the funeral. So I'm fairly close to this family, and I walked them through the the funeral process and all of that. Right. But literally, she had small group members in her house that same day. Yeah. And and she basically had said, you know, without them, she doesn't know. She could have been one decision away right. from from. Making the wrong decisions, right, and her life could have been a complete mess. Right, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. Right, it, it's still super hard. But she's not alone in that process. Right, she had people, and she said, you know, sometimes they would just sit and hold her hand, not even talking. Yeah, there was there was no words, or or pray with her, or right. sit with her at church so she wouldn't have to be alone or take her out to eat or send cards and here, an anniversary would come a year later and two years later and yeah. I talked to one of those ladies this week yeah. and she's, she looked at me and she said Pastor you know the anniversary is coming up like literally this lady knows this other lady's that anniversary of her husband's right. death and, and that just makes me so happy to know there's people that genuinely care yep
1: gosh it's and so she good. had said
0: she has needed to know in that season that it was okay not to be okay yeah, And that's, that's why why community matters so right. much, because yeah. I think, honestly, if you remove yourself and say, oh, I'm doing pretty good, right. well, perhaps you are the blessing that God wants to position to bless somebody else. So you're removing yourself and the blessing you are. But on the other side, you might be blessed by being there as well. So it's good. both you can become the blessing to someone, but then you might actually be blessed by it as well.
1: Gosh, that's a good thought. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's a whole nother thought there, And but it's good. That's true. And
0: and that group, honestly, if it would have been a, a group of fake ladies walking around, pretending to have it all together,
1: it never would have happened. It would like
0: have that. never happened. Yep. But I, I remember her telling me, and even in writing, talking about some of the struggles that some of the other ladies had gone through, right? They were just honest.
1: It's awesome. And she felt like these are
0: a bunch of amazing ladies that and
1: how I much, want to be friends with how much more value did it add to her when they did come to their house or her house and sat with her. It, Cause it wasn't like, Oh, I barely know these people. It was, I know that you're just as real and raw as I am. So you're perfect to sit with me right now.
0: And especially when you know the stories, right? Especially one woman that had
1: gone through horrific stuff. Right. And then here this, this lady is sitting in the same room. Talk about God ordained perfect people in your life in that moment. Like who better? Here's the, here's the powerful thing. So when I talked to this this lady this week, and I am making sure I had her permission well,
0: last week right. to get permission that I'm gonna share this. I know you're probably gonna be there. Right. A. I want to make sure I tell it as as honestly and truthfully as I can. But B. I want to make sure I'm not shaking your world too much. Right. Or perhaps you need to stay home. Whatever's mm-hmm. you know. Right. She actually ended up coming with her son, which was super. That's good because awesome. he's far away from God. Wow. And he ended up being here. So I talked to them after service. But she said to me, she goes. God knew ahead of time what I was gonna go through and because of that he positioned people in my life. Yep.
1: Boom. Boom. You know, I thought as you said that or a minute ago you were talking of that vein. You know, we we call we call Jesus Emmanuel, right? Mm. Or God with us. With us. Um and you know, and I had somebody point out to me a while back, uh, that you know, God isn't a God that will remove pain or remove bad times he's a God who's there with us in the middle of those times because that's his name. Yeah. He says, and but, but, but here's my thought. We're, we're created in his image, right? We were created by God in his image. What if we're meant to be with us as well? Like we're supposed to be Graham with you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's why that matters so much. It's not that it's not that they may have had no, they don't have degrees or education or the ability to walk somebody through that those moments necessarily, right, if we were to classif- you know give them classifications, other than they were created in the image of a God who is with us. Yeah. And so that's when those moments, if I just sat there and held your hand, those are powerful because I feel like we're They're now priceless. sitting in our calling, right? We're operating yeah. in our design when we're just there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pastor Wayne talks about this. I mean, he's teach and taught our church about being valley walkers. Hmm walking that's through good. valleys with people. And I think at seasons, we need that. Yeah. And we need to be that. And at other seasons, we need to receive it. That's good. Yep. And, and we, we, that, that's why groups are so crucial. I mean, right. Jesus had a small group. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus had a small group. And if he had a small group of people around, chances are, yeah, whatever he did is pretty good. Yeah. We should do that too. And Absolutely. I think the most beautiful thing, though, is that small group can be built up around anything. Yeah. It can be really, really, really anything. Because I think of some of the most successful groups we've had, is when a the leader is super passionate about it, right? And they're already doing it, right? And they're not going to feel like pressure. They're going to be like, "Yes, I get to do this." And, and that to can come be in. a group, and then that that gets focused around Jesus. We're adding value to people. We're intentional. It's good. We're real, but that points people to Jesus. Yeah. And for people to take next steps. It's good. So if that's a group of people, like my goodness. Going to a shooting range and shooting guns. Yep. Why not? Why not? If that is people walking around a building. Right. Why not? Right. Whatever it is, I mean, I said on Sunday, Prius owners for
1: Jesus hey. meet up at Target. Come on, somebody. If I had a Prius. I'd be there. You should. That's awesome. And I think you're right. And if we're going to end it on anything, I think that's the the encouragement is that anybody can do these steps. We can all add value. We can all be intentional. We can all be real. Um, And then at the end of it, what was the final uh, point? We point people towards Jesus. Jesus. And you know what's funny is that's your last point, but really all three of them are doing that. Well, they they definitely (laughs) are.
0: (laughs) And that's where I said on Sunday, I said, when you say point people to Jesus, you kind of picture a guy standing with a megaphone. right? You're going to hell. You're all going to burn forever. Turn and burn, you know. And I said, how is that going? It's not going good at all because most of us cross the street and we're Christians, (laughs) Right. I don't want to, I, that's a weirdo. Yep. That's not working. That's not the way it works. No, it really is not. And love people. I mean, love is the greatest thing. So we talk yeah. about the most excellent way, and we read that in First Corinthians 12, 27 and 31. And then Paul goes, I'm going to show you now the most excellent way. I'm going to show it to you. And then it goes on in chapter 13 to say, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is right. It's all about love. And you're like, that's the most excellent way to to reach the world, to love them.
1: Yeah, it is. It's good. It's good. Because Bible says they'll know us by our good deeds. Right. Which come from. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Pastor Matias, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Love having you on. Um, This is great. Uh, Thank you guys for joining in. Without you guys, this podcast doesn't exist. So we want to hear from you. So make sure you go to at the Grace AG on Instagram uh, or on Facebook, Grace Assembly of God, and send us a message. Let us know what you want to hear about if you have any reviews. Also, like the podcast, subscribe to it, rate it. Yeah, share it share it with your friends do all the stuff you can smoke do, signals whatever smoke it takes signals i those are fun do it whatever it takes get it out in front of your people uh but we love having you guys with us every single week but until next week we hope you have an amazing one and we will see you on the deeper grace podcast